translate this be the one to further my cause yeah you know there is a cause and what is that cause whatever my desires are whatever my you know whatever i want to do in life and whatever my uh, list that i have put in front of the bhagavan you know because everybody has a big list and uh, this list i have put in front of bhagavan may bhagavan take that list seriously and be on my side you know this is the prayer in this prayer so this this mantra is called it, it is a see now we have prayed for mukti we have prayed for moksha we have, we have put all the things and when we have also said let us let there not be any pratibandhas what are pratibandhas obstacles in my pursuit we have prayed for freedom from obstacles and then what else is left to pray for you know kavacha kavacha means a, a energy shield 
in a shield of energy, uh, a kind of a, well, it is in Sanskrit called Digbandhana. That is what we do when we say the opening prayer and the closing prayer releases from that. And in the opening prayer, a certain stage is set to have an invisible kavacha surrounding the teacher and the student. So it makes it easier to learn because the distractions actually are less once the prayer has been talked about. And once the Shanti Mantra has been said, that is the kavacha. And even when we do puja, there are certain kavachas, you know. And even in the Lagunyasa, we say kavacha, yahum. And what is the action for that? Ah, this is the action. And when you say kavachaya hum, that hum sound itself is the kavacha. That bija mantra stands as kavacha before chanting the rudram. And when you say hum, it's kind of almost you're hugging yourself. But you're not really hugging yourself. You're, you know, equipping yourself with a strength to, you know, to not be distracted in this pursuit. Because there are so many duritas, you know. Duritas means one's own karmas, standing in one's own way of, of uh, not allowing this prayer to come forth properly, not allowing the, even if the prayer comes forth properly, in the receipt of the fruits thereof, there can be some problems, things happen, you know. And so this is not a, this is not a small uh, child's prayer, you know, give me this, give me that. This is a, this is not a basic prayer. This is actually a very sophisticated prayer. So then in the, in the commentary, this sage called Bodhayana talks about it as a kavacha. And this kavacha, you know, is, is said in a very beautiful way. Usually the kavacha is just like, you know, talked about in a, in a kind of a basic way. But here when we see the meaning, you will see that this mantra is actually, you know, far, far ahead of all the other kavachas that we find in the Puranas and in the daily prayers. So, adhi adhyavochat, it's in the aorist form. And adhyavochat, but it, but it must be seen more in the sense of an imperative mood because in Sanskrit, the aorist can also be used in the imperative mood. And what is the imperative mood? Please do this. This is, you know, if I say, bring me a glass of water, you know, that is what is called, you know, imperative mood. You know, aorist is like a remote past or something like that. But uh, no, not remote past. Aorist is a, yeah, remote past, I think we'll say. But here, uh, it's not so much used in the past tense. Even though it comes in the past tense, this is one of the Vedic uh, usages that it must be read to be in the imperative sense. And what is the imperative sense here? Be my, you know, be my kavacha. Be, espouse my cause. This is what it is. Espouse my cause. May this Rudra, may this Bhagavan unto whom I have started this prayer, may he <coughs> espouse my cause alone. And then who is this Bhagavan that you are asking to espouse the cause? You know, Adhi Bhakta. Bhakta, speaker, correct? Bhakta, sometimes teacher also. Ava Bhaktaram. Avashrotaram, protect the teacher and protect the student. But here, Vakta means spokesperson. Very interesting. And the Adhi in, in front of the word Vakta indicates what is called Pakshapatatvam. Pakshapatatvam means being on one's, a spokesperson has to speak on one side or the other. A spokesperson is an advocate. See, the word adhivakta and advocate are kind of similar. <laughs> so please be, you are an advocate. And why are you an advocate? Because I'm, I have supplicated to you. And so if I have surrendered to you, this, this miserable devotee with all my problems, with all my blocks and my resistance, I have surrendered to you, then you have to speak on my behalf. And what is the reason for surrendering? Because I can't speak on my own behalf. I am helpless. I am helpless in this situation. And you have spoken on my behalf. And so therefore what? I surrender to you. And so once I am surrendered to you, you have to advocate my cause. Who else will? You know, I, I have chosen you to be my advocate. It's just like when you talk to an attorney. 
and when you hire an attorney what happens when you hire an attorney then you are not going to talk to all the people that are inimical to you correct if there is if you are you know if you are having difficulties with people who are being inimical in in so many ways you know if you are having all these difficulties somebody is trying to undercut somebody is in conflict somebody is doing something but you have an attorney and what will you say please talk to the lawyer and you trust the lawyer completely you trust the advocate that you have you know put forward as being speaking on your behalf this is what adhivakta is speaking on your behalf at all times such a wonderful way to invoke bhagavan as your own personal non costing free attorney at all times <laughs> free absolutely free attorney means you pay by the second but here <laughs> free attorney yeah you just say this is these are my problems and you know you don't even have to say please i i want to hire you you know you just sort of you choose you don't see this is all a one sided affair which is why it works it's beautiful you say i have chosen you to be my advocate and bhagwan cannot refuse yeah bhagwan says you know theek hai and uh, this is how you know one is protected this is the protection the protection is coming you know it's a, it's a dual act the protection is coming from bhagwan of course bhagwan is the source of protection but i am the yachaka i am the one who is invoking bhagwan as the protector so what protects here is my own bhakti and shraddha my belief that you are going to be the best attorney ever all the local attorneys i'm not looking at i want you as my advocate you know you are the one and that's why the word prathama is there that prathama goes with everything adhyavochad adhivakta prathamo yeah so this is the, you are my first and prathama means first but it should be also seen in this context as not just first but only you are my only choice you know it's just like a child surrendering to the parents helpless vulnerable weak and you know or some even if it's not a parent if the child doesn't have a parent foster parent somebody in the orphanage when the child surrenders completely then they are bound to take care of it you know the child doesn't say hmm let me see who to choose who is more functional no <laughs> you know mother father uncle aunt grandmother the child is not in a position to choose the child just picks somebody and trusts completely and here too this this child like devotee here child like more in the sense of a trusting devotee that shraddha is what gives the results of course bhagwan gives the result but your shraddha you know your validation of this advocate you know is what brings the results this is true of any situation even in psychotherapy if you go to a therapist you know you validate the therapist to validate you this is all roundabout but it's actually that's how it works you trust the therapist and the extent to which your trust of the therapist and the validation of the therapist is there to that extent the therapist validates you and therefore that validation of you by the therapist works because you have already validated the therapist to validate you very interesting so then why do you need a therapist if you are able to validate the therapist why can't you validate yourself that is what is called samsara <laughs> everything is like dravida pranayama you don't go like this you know you can catch hold of the nose like this but in dravida pranayama you bring it like that if you can you know otherwise nowadays you can have a bionic extension because everybody's hand doesn't come you know everybody is not ajanu bahu like lord rama lord rama when he stood his legs his uh, knees you know the hands went below the knees ajanu bahu this is all a very nice what is it called samudrika lakshanam there's a book actually on on uh, this, uh, you know the the study of all kinds of facial and body characteristics that that shows greatness yeah like for example if you see 
and this is little off the topic, but we can have fun, you know. <laughs> if you see the, uh, in, in everyone, the left side of the face is very different from the right side of the face. But not in Bhagavan, not in the avatars. Yeah. So, if you look at the person from the left side and the right side, you know, the eye will be smaller or bigger, you know, or it will, it will, one eye will be drooping, one eye will be like this, you know. So many things, the eyebrow will be always, one eyebrow will be in a state of perpetual surprise and the other one will be, will be having, having the blues. Like this, so many differences will be there, subtle ones between the left and the right side of the face. So, this is, but this is not there, you know. Samaha, this is Bhagavan, in, in Bhagavan and our, you know, and even when we, uh, in the, according to Agama Shastra, when we carve out on the Shila, on the, on the stone, this is some, these are the things, the Samudrika Lakshanam, they follow. Otherwise, you cannot do Prana Pratishtha. Even if they're not just, if there is a crack or anything, but even if these things don't, uh, you know, match, we cannot do. That's why the, the life of the Sthapati is not easy. Very difficult. Yeah. Everything has to be perfect. Because otherwise you cannot, you are using this uh, as a symbol of the infallible. So, therefore it is infallible in every way. So, this is a kind of a roundabout way. This is the, that was the whole point of uh, this uh, little extra information. The roundabout way of, you know, of valid, you validate someone to validate you because you are incapable in the moment of validating yourself. This is what is samsara. The deep insecurity and the incapacity to see that you are whole and you are free of all, you know, problems. This incapacity, you need a spokesperson. Of course, you can have a local spokesperson. You know, you can have a paid spokesperson. And that will work for some time. You know, till the advocate also needs to hire his own, her own attorney, it will work. But then after that, what? After that, it is not, you know, it's not going to work. So therefore, Bhagavan is the Prathama, the first, foremost and only advocate. And here it shows the way. And the way here is to see that onlyness, that exclusiveness in forging this relationship. The exclusive relationship of the Bhakta to the object of Bhakti, which is Bhagavan here which is indeed the subject. And this, this is what is understood. So this is what is talked about and understood. So therefore what happens, what happens here is that when you have this only, that onlyness we have to understand because if you have a lot of options in the backyard in addition to Bhagavan, Bhagavan will say, okay, theek hai. why should I help? You know, you have other options. That is, so therefore, that means that there is a certain Shraddha. It's not that Bhagavan will say, why should I help? Your Shraddha, your heart is given away to lot of things. Your heart is not single-minded and there is not a focus there. There is something about this all-out Sharanagati here. And that Sharanagati, the surrender, brings in a very, very powerful uh, you know, result. Your own Shraddha, your own devotion, your own surrender reaps the result of Bhagavan being your advocate. So this is the best way to invoke Bhagavan. And this is how in the Puranas this is again stated. The same thing what is uh, said in the Vedas is reiterated in the Puranas. That's why the so whole thing is a iteration. And so in the Puranas we have the story of Markandeya, you know, and what happened to Markandeya, you know, Yama was chasing him, come on your time is up. Markandeya said, no, 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 I don't want to die. And what did he do? He went and hugged a Shivalinga. He went and embraced it and hugged it. And then Lord Yama sent uh, his dutas to drag him away from the Shivalinga. And then he was chastised by the Lord. And the rule is anybody who has taken this kind of a sharanagati, you know, death, death here means limitations, mortality, feeling of, uh, feeling, uh, you know, death means limitations, mortality, feeling of, uh, you know, I am uh, finite, all these things. You have to take it uh, not literally. 
So death cannot touch one who has taken this kind of a surrender under Bhagavan. This is the whole idea. And this is something which is very uh, beautiful because in this what is shown is that your own Shraddha you are reaping the results. So this is Adhivakta. So Prathamaha Adhivakta and this Prathamaha also is used for the next word. To qualify the next word Prathamaha Daivyaha Bhishakcha. Daivyaha means you know Deveshu Bhavaha Daivyaha means the, the one who is the truth of all devatas. Because just in case one is in a fix, who should I invoke? Ganesha, this one, that one, you know. Sometimes it happens. Because people's minds are very, you know, confused. And then people all, some, sometimes people also say you should only worship one god. There is only one God. Uh -huh. Therefore, you cannot worship other gods. If there is only one God, how can I worship other gods even if I try? You know, these people don't understand. So, there is all this confusion. You know, I should be faithful. I should only worship one and I should not go to the other. If I go to the other, this one will get angry. You know, what is this? You know, so, you know, the Ishtadevata is, is there for this reason alone, not for anything else so that one can bond with Bhagavan. That concept of Ishtadevata. It's not to, meant to get confused. So therefore what? So therefore we have this very, you know, uh, wonderful word, Daivyaha. Daivyaha means the one who is the heart of all devatas. Mahadeva. Yeah. Devanamapi Devaha. So, it, and it's interesting, it doesn't say Devanamapi Devaha, it doesn't say God of all gods or whatever. It says Daivyaha, Deveshu Bhavaha. In all the devatas, what is there worth invoking is, is all here itself because it is Prathamaha. The only one, the first one, the only one. There is nothing other because whatever you worship, goes to this one alone because it's the only one. So I bypass all, I can happily and confidently by, bypass all the other forms of invocation and surrender to this one alone because this includes all the other devatas are included here. So this is to give the confidence to the devotee that you're not doing anything wrong, you know, in invoking this one as opposed to that. So Prathamaha uh, is, is like a uh, dahali Deepa, there is a Nyaya, a, a logic, Dahali Deepa Nyaya. And what is that Nyaya? Uh, that means it's the logic of the, the, the light on the compound wall. Supposing there is a compound wall and two houses and you keep a lamp on the compound wall, which house will it illuminate? Both yards it will illuminate. So here too, the word Prathamaha, Adhivakta, it illuminates and it also illuminates Daivyaha and the Bhishak. Bhishak, next word, means what? Doctor. Bhishak. Vaidya, doctor. Everybody needs a doctor, correct? Yeah. But for samsara fever, you need a special doctor. The doctor of the disease called Bhavaroga is Bhishak. That's why Prathamaha Bhishak, Daivyaha Bhishak. You know, so it's the first and foremost and the, the ultimate specialist. Because you can go to a lot of local specialists and they're all waiting for you from the neurologist to the podiatrist, you know, from head to toe, they're all waiting. They're just waiting for you to age. That's all. <laughs> And so from head to foot, every specialist, the podiatrist you go, you know, if you have any anything above the ankle, they don't see. Yeah, they go to some other doctor. And the dermatologist is only skin deep. And so like this, <laughs> like this we have, you know, so that like this we have so many doctors. And then you have all this Yunani and Siddha medicine and then Ayurveda and this, uh, you know. Uh, huh? Yeah, you have all kinds of things. Yeah. You have this, you have that, you have so many, you know, options are too many. 
and you have all kinds of, you know, um, some other naturopaths. Naturopath is very interesting, you know. You know, they, they just give water, no medicines. <laughs> you know, the, the cost to become a naturopath is very low, nothing. They just starve you for 10 days and give you some juice, one little coconut water once in a while. Starve you for 10 days and then after that anyone will feel better. <laughs> you know, even if you don't feel better, you declare yourself to be cured because you don't want to stay one more day at that at that place. And then you go, <laughs> yeah, the startup costs are very low, no medicines, just, yeah, just put the person on a fast. That's all. Give them plenty of water. If whenever they, you know, complain, give them a glass of water. Force them to drink it. Finished. Yeah. Bhagavan takes care of everything. And then there is the homeopath. You know, that is another strange, it works. But it's a very strange system of medicine. Energy medicine. So you take, you know, like for example, there is this bee sting. Bee sting is a medicine. Used for certain allergies and everything. So you take one drop of one single drop of this bee sting, put it in you know thousand gallons of water in a drum, and you shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, and then you take one drop, put it in another drum, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, and then you take one more drop of that new titration, and you put it again, and in fact you can do this ten times. And strangely enough, the tenth one, you know, and if you analyze that water, it is just H2O. They will not, <laughs> they will not even be a suggestion on the physical level of the bee sting, whatever, ever being present. But that has the most potency, the one that has been shaken ten times. It's all in, in the shaking, in the moving and the shaking, you know, they, they do everything. But it works. It works. So like this, there are so many systems. Everything works for a little time. Yeah, Everything works for a little time. All medicines, they all work. But really, you know, the karma phala works more than the medicine. Yeah. So it'll, the medicine will work for six months fantastically. You feel on top of the world and you're just, you know, what is that? You're going here, going there. And you say, oh, nothing can bring me down. I'm wonderful. And then crash then you go to the then you go to the next doctor and then another six months ah new lease on life wonderful everything is fantastic so this shows the limitations because there is a block where the medicine is being blocked yeah and what are this this, this agent of blocking is your own prarabdha your own prarabdha and so here we need a doctor not just for the physical ailments but for the problem of samsara itself. And what is this problem of samsara? The problem of samsara is just the, the whole issue, the situation of feeling I am a wanting person. In fact, all physical diseases, you know, are connected to mental states and emotions. Ayurveda says that, ancient, uh, that uh, Chinese medicine says that. They say, you know, when the western doctor feels very happy that, oh, I'm glad you came at this time. You know, we, we discovered this early. The prognosis is wonderful. According to Ayurveda, that's the, the physical manifestation is the sixth and the last stage of the disease. Very interesting. So here, Vishak means the one who chases away the samsara fever of this self-judgment, insecurity. This is what it is. Who chases away the blues of the individual connected to this anxiety, this free-falling feeling, not feeling alienated, feeling unsupported. Because this is the, 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 the bane of every individual that I feel unsupported. Nobody is there on my side. Everybody says that. And here you have a chance to make Bhagavan on your side. Adhivakta. And then invoke Bhagavan as the doctor who fixes once and for all what? This feeling that nobody is on my side. This is what the whole thing is. So this, this is a twofold, you know, prayer. For the first one is to say, please be on my side. 
and please give me that uh, that respite that i get from this surrender the sharanagati and this is you know reminiscent of the two sentences in the taittiriya upanishad the first one goes navibhi anando anandam brahmano vidwan navibheti kadachaneti the vidwan here the, the the wise person navibheti is free of fear at all times kadachana at all times at any time the person is not given unto fear why because they have surrendered and chosen bhagavan as their spokesperson as their adhivakta as their advocate then the second reason this in the second instance little later the same mantra is uh, repeated anandam brahmano vidwan na bibheti kutashchaneti yeah kutashchana means there is no not only is there absence of fear at all times but there is there is no reason to be afraid the cause of fear is removed whereas in the first instance the cause of fear is acknowledged and you know the cause is not removed but because of my own sharanagati i am getting some respite because i feel secure because i am in the embrace of the kavacha of bhagavan so i feel secure in it so you see these are the two stages of the growth because without the first you cannot have the other without this sharanagati you cannot have freedom from samsara the next one is vidwan the first vidwan is the sharanagati vidwan the one who has surrendered the second vidwan is what kind of vidwan 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 the one who is who has internalized and assimilated the knowledge of vedanta and is no longer afraid why because there is only one thing fear means you need at least minimum two things correct i am afraid of x that you know but how if there is everything is one what am i afraid of how can i be afraid of when there is nothing to be afraid of how can i be afraid of everything is me it's all me even the scary things are all me so then how can i be afraid of all there is is me and all the all the scary things and the non scary things put together they are mithya they are just a projection of this atma so therefore there is no the cause for re- uh, fear is removed and in fact samsara nivritti is equal to bhaya nivritti this is how the upanishad presents in two ways bhaya nivritti and shoka nivritti shoka is saro so these are the two demons of samsara so being subject to sorrow and being subject to fear yeah being subject to sorrow and fear are the two bands and the manifestations of samsara the upanishad and the bhagavad gita address these two things udaram antaram kurute adhatasya bhayam bhavati even if you make a slight difference between you and another the other immediately there is fear that differentiation even a razor's edge of difference between yourself and the next person causes fear and then what else you know and then uh, there is uh, there is another sentence you know in the brihada this is also from the taittiriya upanishad in the brihadaranyaka upanishad there is another sentence what is that sentence you know dvaitadhi bhayam bhavati only through because of duality there is the presence of fear so fear and duality go together so in the ultimate analysis here you know first i invoke bhagavan as my own spokesperson because i want somebody on my side the alienated jiva doesn't have anyone on its side and it prays to bhagwan you be my advocate because there is nobody who knows me better than you there is nobody supporting me i am disconnected and alienated from everything please be the only one to be on my side speak on my behalf in all situations because i have chosen you as my only advocate this is what navibheti kadachana iti because at all times i feel protected because i just have to say oh look i have chosen you i just have to remember the the very fact that i have surrendered gives me a certain you know confidence and a feeling of protection and a feeling of strength to what is that face all difficulties so that is in the first instance 
and in the second instance after having done this there is still more room to grow this is this is actually the end all and be all of most religious traditions you surrender you know surrender and be saved or whatever they say or you just have to surrender this is but where all the religious traditions end our tradition begins really so we take this as the baseline yes the surrender is there but then there is more room to go more room to grow both there is more one more place you can go if you are ready you can remove the cause of fear itself by removing the duality between you and bhagavan and so here you know prathamo daivyo bhishak in invoking bhagavan as the doctor what kind of a doctor a doctor that surgically removes duality the tumor of duality this is what the doctor this this doctor is a special doctor very special doctor because incises the tumor of duality this is what the whole thing and this is the tumor that is that is deathly again and again yeah because each time each in each life this duality is there <coughs> and this is what we say in the guru stotra the guru is a surgeon agnana timirandhasya gnananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha namaha my salutations to that teacher that guru who you know instead of bringing the book to the class brought the scalpel to the class and who was i i was the one ridden with a cataract of ignorance you know timirandha is cataract yeah so my eyes were my eyes were capable of vision but they were covered over by ignorance the cataracts of ignorance and then jnana anjana shalakaya so this shalaka is a is a kind of a thing with which you apply something like a scalpel or you know whatever so anjana here means ointment okay he didn't bring a scalpel the guru brought he or she brought a kind of an applicator you know called shalaka and through that you know one special ointment was put in my eyes so that the cataract melted you know and my eyes were opened to what to the fact that there was nothing other than me to the fact that i am bhagavan my eyes were completely opened and to unto that guru my salutations how beautiful this is yeah and this cataract this growth is because of ignorance and the cataract of ignorance is a, is a surgical operation it's really like a surgical operation that is why bhagavan is called vishak here because bhagavan also does the same thing so the surrender is twofold the first surrender is to make sure that you have you know you have what you have the grace of bhagavan in all your endeavors that bhagav you have chosen bhagavan as your only spokesperson and the second level is to say that i'm ready for the yet the next piece of growth and what is the next piece of growth to submit to this surgery because if you if you say you are first you are my advocate then you are my doctor <laughs> this is another level of trust without trust the doctor the, you cannot have even in the western uh, you know medicine you have to be able to trust the doctor yeah and that's why during time of surgery even though you trust them they they for a good measure they put you out yeah <laughs> even before the surgeon comes they are met by the friendly anesthesiologist who says you know that you will count backwards and after that you will be in a nice happy place and you will be happy also because otherwise imagine you know supposing they could control the pain without needing to put you out what will you say that looks like a very big scalpel are you sure you are in the correct side and where are you cutting are you sure that you are cutting in the right place you know the doctor doesn't want input from you the doctor wants total shraddha yeah you look worried are you getting a phone call what is that buzzing <laughs> i think i i changed my mind so me up you know all these things the doctor doesn't want the doctor puts you out completely in order to do this surgical incision of anything that does not remain need to remain there that is causing a toxic reaction in you that is how 
what is you know the the what is not you is incised what is not doesn't belong is inside incised the doctor has a team you know anesthesiologist this one that one you know nurses etc but bhagwan is you know just one one person operation pun intended operation <laughs> and when bhagwan comes to do surgery bhagwan also in the form of the words of the shastra puts you out ah this is how it is and that is what is the teaching the teaching tradition is it has to has to penetrate through the resistance has, and all the blocks and the doubts like you know what am i learning is it important is it this you know uh, can i become famous teaching this all these <laughs> <laughs> all these things have to be put out everything has to be put out yeah so really when you gain this knowledge from your teacher you are also gaining something else the pedagogical tools for delivering the teaching in a way that bypasses all these fears and resistance so if the teacher is skilled the teacher will have an anesthetizing <laughs> influence on all the ragadveshas yeah the ragadveshas and the inner children disarm quickly and the teacher is able to go through the resistance yeah that's how it is that's how the teaching is alive and that's how the teaching is you know unadulterated we can say from the last 5 10 15 1000 years <laughs> afterwards ishwar will come and say you said 15 <laughs> so after after a certain point we start counting adida so you know this is the whole thing it is in fact beautiful because that first the anesthetization takes place and then you don't even know when the operation has happened that that should be the way the knowledge is internalized this is not a lecture this is not some kind of a you know even though we call it pravachan and all this it's not a lecture it's not some kind of a prepared lecture most of the time in fact all the time you know when the teacher comes and sits the teacher has no pre planned idea of what to do he just sit and you know i when i come and sit i don't pre plan this is what i'm going to say then i'm going to say that i just look at the faces and whatever comes i know bhagwan will give me something yeah i know bhagwan will give me something and that's enough yeah whatever comes is what is supposed to be heard this is how the whole thing is so really it is not even about the teacher it's not even about the thought it is something beyond that it's not about any single person here it is it is a it is the the flow of the mother in the form of shastra that's all it is it's the shastrik flow and and so here when you invoke bhagwan as bhishak samsara bhishak that means that you are ready for this knowledge you are ready to overcome the fear and i must also mention this in modern quote unquote modern vedanta there is this feeling that you can bypass ishvara you know the feeling is i am one they, they will not use the term ishvara they will use the term brahman because you know they don't know that brahman itself is ishvara in fact one person wrote a book adi shankara was confused he he sometimes refers to brahman sometimes refers to ishvara and he is confused if adi shankara is confused what about this fellow you know <laughs> this is what it is this is called academentia and you know <laughs> this is all it is this is academentia you know this is what it is some one's own ragadveshas proliferate all your writings that's a new parampara so you know the modern vedanta wants to feel all this this ooey gooey feeling of oneness and say i am one with everything and this ishvara this thing any any references to ishvara they will not study ishavasya upanishad they, you know they will not study any very selective thing they will not never study purusha sukta because that is you know not necessary you know certain other things which feel good they will love the keno upanishad ah yeah because it's all vague and delightful <laughs> and they can come to their own conclusion and they love this sentence nedam yadidam upasate brahman is not that which you worship they will do the you know incorrect out of context translation that which you worship is not brahman ah, good we don't need to worship 
this all this happy oneness feeling i'm one with everything and i'm just uh, all is me i am one and you know this is what it is this only this is what is called new age yeah it it will not carry anywhere because the main problem in new age is that the, the main thing about vedanta is missing which like having the ramayana story without sita yeah how can you <laughs> how can you have you know the story is we cannot even call it incomplete the story cannot even start so this is a very wrong idea that you can bypass bhagavan because as long as you are embodied as long you know as you have a body mind sense complex and you are pursuing the knowledge in this particular avatara with the body mind sense complex then you have to look at the expression of bhagavan as the niyanta the controller of this body mind sense complex the controller of everything that you encounter all the laws the controller of the universe you cannot bypass this relationship you have to settle accounts with this relationship because you cannot go about settling accounts with each and every individual this is what the problem is so you settle account with the one and only thing that matters and there you resolve all your issues authority issues this issues that issues everything and only then you are ready for the next level of growth to see that oneness to be that otherwise you know it just becomes an exercise in futility you cannot advance and you know the knowledge of you know all this oneness without ishvara because the this inner duality is all these authority issues create a split within and that inner duality between the child and the adult has to be resolved and the only way to resolve it is to invoke bhagavan as as the spokesperson first before invoking bhagavan as a doctor of samsara the two go together but there is a staging there and people are not willing to do that for two reasons one is in the west especially the concept of god has been vitiated by so many beliefs which are nonsensical against reason so people are fed up that's why we don't even use the word god as much as possible people are just so fed up and tired and then the other reason is because people you know are not willing to address their authority issues everybody has authority issues i told you the first day itself if you have mother father enough you have authority issues and this has to be resolved otherwise the knowledge of oneness will not you know be assimilated and people are not willing to do that that's why in the west buddhism has gained so much fame fame because you just sit watch the mind there is no ishvara there and that's fine if that works for you that's fine you meditate you just you know have this kind of a feeling of oneness or whatever it is that feeling which is which is a contact high where the thoughts are stopped for some time how long can you thought stop the thoughts we don't say stopping the thoughts is moksha in fact we encourage you to think at all times yeah <laughs> please think yeah please think even if you don't agree with what is being talked about please think that is what the whole thing is in the form of a dialogue every upanishad is in the form of a dialogue we are encouraged to ask question we are encouraged to think and so therefore this is you know this is not the way so we have here in this mantra which is so powerful you see the two stages of surrender first you surrender your authority issues by choosing and recognizing the only figure of authority and going past all the fears all the ahankara and saying i don't i i finally am ready to admit to you that i am alienated and i need a spokesperson i need you to be on my side so please take me as your bhakta please don't reject me and then the next level is now i invoke you i'm ready to invoke you as my doctor not just as a spokesperson spokesperson protector theek hai that is one level but the spokesperson how long because everything i'm having a problem with <laughs> everyone i'm having a problem with bhagwan's job is too much everyone i'm having a problem with everything i'm having a problem with in this jagat so the next level i i finally trust you to correct my vision because of which i am having this problem 
to correct the source of this pain and insecurity, to really reverse this because there is something clouding me. This is my own subjectivity. I'm ready to see it. And, uh, and the, you know, Bhagavan is a shadow remover. Yeah, removes the shadow self. Removes what? Integrates it. Helps you integrate the shadow self. And so therefore, I invoke you as, as who? As Vishak. And you are Daivyaha because you are the ultimate recourse and the ultimate resource for me. And what does the doctor do? The doctor here is actually a, what is that, uh, what is that called? An exorciser. Ah, Bhagavan is so beautiful here. This Vishak is an exorciser, not exerciser, you know. <laughs> Exorcise means the one who chases away demons. Ah. So now we have a special appreciation of samsara, correct? What is samsara other than demons, inner and outer? Ah. All these asuras, they have made their home in and colonized my heart, correct? They have made a nice plantation of my heart. They have reproduced themselves and they are running the show. And then there are other scary things like what? Snakes. Ah. And what are these snakes? You know, the snake always is Shakti. But when this Shakti goes awry, you know, that is what is the snake we are talking about. A crooked Shakti. Or the Shakti with the intention of, with crooked intentions. Ichha Shakti, Jnana Shakti, Kriya Shakti, everybody has. But if that Ichha Shakti is, is deployed to rob a bank, that's what I'm talking of. This is the, these are the snake-like things that surround me. And snakes are scary. Even a rope snake is scary. What to talk of real snake? <laughs> ah, rope snake se bhi dar lagta hai na? So, what to talk of real snake? So here, oh Bhagavan, oh, you know, oh controller of the universe, oh spokesperson, oh the one who is the, the only, uh, you know, the only altar of surrender, the one who is the ultimate doctor of doctors, the exorciser of my inner demons, please be espouse my cause. Beautiful. And how are the inner demons talked about? Ahimscha Sarvan, Ahim. Ahi means snake. So these creepy, crawly doubts, despair, fear, hopelessness, you know, and conniving against somebody else because they threaten me. All these snake, like snake is kutilayam gatihi, you know, that which goes in an unpredictable way. If you watch the snake, it is not going to go in a straight line. Left, right, left, right. It's not going to do that. It's not like a Republic Day march past. You know, no. You know? It is It is a very interesting way. It will slither this side. Then it will slither. All the reptiles are like that. Crab, snake, even crab. You know, if it wants to come straight, it will not come straight at you. It will go this side. Then it will go that side. Then it will go back and suddenly it will come in front. So there is a certain unpredictability in, in, in this snake. So, so too my own thoughts, my own intentions, my own fears and what is coming at me, there is a sense of in unpredictability. My own karma phala, my prarabdha also is very snake-like. Kutilaya means crooked gati, doesn't come straight. So my own karma comes in a very crooked way, you know. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you, you have good karma and, you know, papa and punya coming simultaneously, you know. Sometimes they say that, oh, you have got all this money, you've inherited from some, you know, some uncle you did not even know exist, passed away, you know, peacefully at 99 and left you all this money. Oh, wonderful. This is great. And as you are just jumping in joy, then comes the news that unfortunately because something is not clear, the money is held up or it is being contested by certain other relatives and so you may not see it during the lifetime, especially if it's, this is in India. So, <laughs> you know, here at least there may be some hope, but uh, you will not see it. So sometimes Papa and Punya come together. So you see how snake-like this is? One time yes, one time no, undulating, you know, undulating, uh, what is that? Um, 
waves of joy and sorrow which leaves me confused. So Ahim, so take care of these snakes, O Bhishak, O exorciser. Par excellence, the ultimate, the Shreshtha, the most exalted exorciser. Take care of these snakes, please. And then what? Take care of also Yatu Dhanya. Yatu Dhanya is Pishacha, Pishacha, all these things. Pishacha means what? These are spirits, ghosts, disembodied things. Because this is the cause of fear. Apasmaras. And the spirits are what? Within and without. They are not just dead entities colonizing me or, you know, possessing me. I am possessed by my own doubts and despair and wrong thinking, subjective fears. So I am possessed by disembodied memories, wrong understanding and, you know, subjective notions. This is where I am possessed. So we call it Jhadawala in Hindi. You know, they come with a big, big bunch of neem leaves, heavy also, you know, and they make the person sit under the tree and they should be witnesses. In all indigenous traditions, this is available, I have checked up. And so they take this, jhada means broom, yeah. It's not jhadu wala, but jhada, you know, yeah. May as well be jhadu wala, Bhagawan can be called jhadu wala here. So, you know, the broom wielder, so this broom made of neem leaves, neem has a very wonderful thing because it is bitter, it, 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 uh, you know, it dispels all these brahmarakshasas and spirits. Spirits don't like it, you know. And uh, so, so the, since the spirits don't like it, it becomes very spiritual. And so therefore, <laughs> therefore, he takes a big bunch of this, this fellow, and sits the so-called possessed person, who the parents have brought, or uncles or aunts or sister or brother has brought in the middle, and gives a nice wax, gives a nice wax. It doesn't hurt, but it jolts the person out. <laughs> and uh, and then at the same time, there are loud incantations. Whoever you are, leave now. Don't be present. And usually for psychological problems, they do this. It is actually quite effective. Because the person is already, the person is shocked out of, you know, out of this duality and is, is, is forced to integrate. This is like a shock therapy. And there is a certain group witnessing of this. And the person is told that now this will not bother you. Now this is gone. And now you are free. And all this, this ritualized way of doing this is, 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 is effective for some reason. I have seen this done in rural India. Even in this country they do it. In the Native American tradition they do it. Very beautiful. And so here... I'm invoking Bhagavan as the prime and the foremost and the only jhadawala, you know, <laughs> to cure me of this incurable disease of samsara. Incurable otherwise. This disease of samsara which has filled my head with the snakes of suspicion, you know, and doubts, you know, demons of doubt, demons of despair, you know, and what? You know, disembodied spirits of hopelessness, fears, terrors, because of which I can't sleep. My own subjectivity is running a, a concurrent, uh, what is that, tape. So I experience life in stereo, but each one, each, uh, in stereo, both of the speakers are saying the same thing, correct? Here in this stereophonic experience of my life, one speaker is alright and the other speaker is giving different messages. Simultaneously, I am bombarded. So these yatu dhanyas, these pishachaya, either if they are inner or outer, you know. All these spirits, because they could be also in, in the surroundings, in the Adhibhuta level, there are certain spirits, we believe, that, uh, that stop the, uh, what is that called? That stop the, uh, um, that stop the, uh, the force of uh, my own good karma. They stop it. They block it. There are certain disembodied spirits who might do that. So whether they are inner or I see them as outer, doesn't matter. Take them all away. And what is the word for take them all away? Jambhayan. Taking them. It's a present continuous, you know, meaning constantly this sweeping is happening. Once I have invoked. Adhyavochat, please be my, uh, you know, please be, please, you know, take care of this. 
you know there is more to talk about this but uh, i will address it uh, tomorrow om purnamadam purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 hari hi om shri gurubhyo namaha hari hi om